Hello, and welcome to the 44th episode of Something Newsy. I'm Jacob. I'm Simran. And today we're going to talk about the immigrant experience in America. Yes. So I come from India. I came to US in 2019 because my sister was living here. She actually used to live in Canada and then she moved to US. Uh, she's eight years older to me. And I, my parents always wanted me to not stay in India for long because there are not much opportunities in India because of the population. It's like highly, highly populated. And then the salaries are not a lot, uh, to be honest. So I came to US basically to do my undergraduation in journalism. Well, I'm an imposter in this room because I'm not actually an immigrant, but I'm, I'm the second closest thing we can find yeah. in this class, in this uh, wonderful paper of ours. My parents came here from what used to be the Soviet Union in my dad in 1989, my mom right before the like second revolution in Russia in 1993. They came here, they met in 97, a few years later I happened. Wow. <laughs> so my grandparents and my parents still live in India, but they do come here to visit us. And also just to add, I have a green card. So I am not here for like a PR or anything. So I feel very blessed because I have a status here. I don't really have to struggle to survive, honestly. But I would still say that there are I mean, I still struggled a lot if I compare it to India because like in India, you when you are a teenager, you usually stay with your family and like you don't get the feeling of being independent and working for yourself and earning for yourself because in India, usually one person earns and runs the whole, fa whole family, which is kind of difficult because then, you know, it's like six people are living in one family and only father is earning, you know. That, that's how it works. So in, when I came here, it was a very new experience for me. I was honestly very nervous, excited, and like I used to really struggle because I, I'm not, like I did my first job in, in a cafe and it was a very new experience for me. I got paid and, I, and it, was, it was like a roller coaster for me, mm. the whole experience. Well, okay, first of all, congratulations on the green yeah. card. <laughs> Thank you. I, I didn't know that because I, I know how difficult the process can be and that's something you can speak to a lot more than me, but I've watched it. Since my parents are immigrants, but I was born here, I'm smack dab in the middle of the assimilation process. My parents don't really speak English as their yeah. first language. I do, even though it's not the first language I learned. And then my kids somewhere yeah. down the line, presumably, are going to be basically fully American. So I've seen people have to immigrate, I've seen people have to get green cards and citizenships and residencies and work visas, and it's, it's a mess. People who say that people need to come into this country the right way yeah. uh, underestimate how narrow that way is. Right. And also, one thing I want to add is that living in India and living in U.S., I mean, both of the countries are totally diff different from each other, I would say. Because in India, I would say you have more comfort than in America because in America everything you have to do on your own you know but it's so much comfort it's so much like pampering in India if that's the right word because you're always surrounded with people and family members and you know you never feel alone and depressed or you know you always every some way or the other you'll be always be surrounded by people around you but here it's still lonely you know well, it gets lonely we have the wonderful rugged individualism in America <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, but I know what you mean. Like, um, we have this idea of the nuclear family yeah. in the United States, which 
pretty foreign anywhere outside is, of yeah. North America. In Ukraine and Russia, where my family is from, in Mexico, where a bunch of my other family lives or used to live, you have children and their parents and the grandparents yeah. and maybe in some cases great grandparents not mine they're all dead <laughs> <laughs> but, but if, you know if they were around all living in the same house so like me i am the oldest of two children mm-hmm. only two which is an, an american thing <laughs> my parents are obviously in the same house and so is my grandmother my my dad's yeah. mom we all live in the same house which is totally foreign to a lot of Americans. It is, but in, for India, it's not, because that's how it works. Basically, you live with your grandparents and your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's like a joint family. It's a thing in India. And that is why it was difficult for me, because I was like, I got detached from everybody, and then I started living alone, even though I was living with my sister, but still, you know, because she is settled in her life and then she's about to get married and I'm like, oh, I'm going to live alone and then I'm, eventually I'll start living alone when she gets married. Right. So that's going to be a re- that's going to be really difficult, to be honest. What, what's interesting is that you're talking about how the experience of living with a family in a community, it keeps you from feeling lonely, which is true. I can speak to that too. Yeah. But at the same time, like when you're a college student, specifically me, yeah, and you've been living with your family the whole your whole life, the sort of expectation and almost desire for most people, I think, in college is to move away from their family and find that yes independence. As difficult as that often is when you grow up in a yeah tight knit family. That's true. That see, that's the main reason why my parents wanted me and my sister to live abroad. Because, first of all, in U.S., there are so many opportunities. In India, it's you barely get any opportunity. And, opportunity, and even if you do, the salaries are not that great because of it's overly populated, first of all. So many. It's literally the second pop, most populated country in the mm-hmm. world. It's overly populated. And then that's the main reason that people don't get opportunities. And there, it's actually there are so many poor beggar people, you know, just staying on streets. They don't have homes. And it's really sad to see because Indian people are really intelligent. Let me tell you that. Especially from South India, it's like it's known for it because South Indian people are mostly into like IT department, finance, you know. Yeah, Doctor, they're, lawyers, and they're the stereotype. That's true. I come from Delhi, the capital of India. So Delhi, it's like you get <clears throat> mixed people. You like all the cultures and everything. But in India, every state has a different language, a different culture, tradition, rituals. It's so different. So even if I interact with a South Indian, I'll feel like I'm talking to somebody from a different country because it's it's so different. It was yes, until, it's what, like 1948. Something so, like that when India formed? So, India and Pakistan used to be one and yeah. then it divided. But I'm just talking about India itself. So, in India, every state, different language is spoken. I mean, if you look up, I've done this because it's, it's really funny. If you look up a language map of India, it's like a toddler. It is, it is. paint over a canvas yes. for like an hour. <laughs> True. And food is different. Clothes are different. The way of living lifestyle is totally different. And that's really, it makes India beautiful, honestly. Because then you get to see so many different cultures, so many different languages, and then you meet so many different people. 
it's really interesting so much to explore if you come to india it sounds like a travel <laughs> that's right it's kind of weird cuz even when i see india and pakistan it's like there are so many rivalries against each other and everything and it used to be a same country early back then and then the same thing cuz whenever i see the news or i'm in us and i'm seeing the news or my parents tell me something it's sad because like people like it's so much hate between each other so much like differences and let's just not talk about different countries even in one single country north south east west you know there are so many cultural barriers especially in india okay i want to take a moment before i finish here to talk about the language barrier oh my god yes <laughs> i was about to say i'm um, going to let you field this one i have my own interesting things to say but you definitely have more so yes. i'll let you start off thank you so in india in school all the subjects are in english right but then we don't speak english but we know how to write so i don't get the fluency like i know what to say but then again when i form a sentence the accent is very different american accent and indian accent is very different so when i came to us this is the main thing that i'm still struggling with is that to understand what the other person is saying because not because i don't know english but because of the accent but now i'm getting better at it because it has been f- more than 4 years now i'm here cuz i came here in 2019 but that is something that i feel all indians when they come to us or any other country say canada be it canada or australia or any other country everybody has one common struggle and that is language so i don't know i think it just gets better with time it does but so English is my I call it my primary language but not my first language cuz I didn't learn to speak English until I was 4 or 5. You know, cuz my parents the my dad is from Ukraine but he's from the Russian speaking part of it. My mom is from Russia, so go figure. So you are born into a house with two Russian speakers. Yeah. All four of your grandparents are Russian speakers. Both of your uncles are Russian speakers even if one of them is in denial about it. <laughs> all of your parents' friends are Russian speakers. All of their parents kid or all of their like relatives and everybody yeah speak russian so you speak russian that's just how it goes and i i have these obviously i mean i think it should be obvious by the way i'm talking i don't have any <laughs> problems with english but i have these what i call bilingual moments yeah from from time to time this one story i'll never forget <laughs> when i was like 6 my dad was picking me up from first or second grade i don't remember and i told the other kids there that my dad was going to pick me up and take me to the magazine. Wow. <laughs> Because magazine is the Russian word magazine. For, magazine is the Russian word for store. Oh. And I didn't know the word store, yeah. I didn't know the word and I didn't know the English word magazine. Yeah. Like the one that we well, produce. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> quite interesting. <laughs> uh, and I still to this day like I was doing some project for a different class and we were looking at a UN organization, the OCHA, I don't remember what it stands for. The English letter C is the Russian letter S and the English letter H is the Russian letter N. So instead of reading that as O C H A, I see it in all capitals and I'm like, why does that say Asna? Yeah. <laughs> Which means foundation or base, like a foundation of a building. Yeah. In Russian. And I still have like that was 2 weeks ago, you know? So this still happens. That's recent. It's constantly I miss yeah. words sometimes like one thing you'll notice with Russian and Ukrainian speakers is they'll miss like prepositions. So instead of saying I'm going to the store for instance, you just say I'm going to store. 
to store. Because you, for, because you forget yeah. to do the preposition because it's not how Russian language works. And I have that sometimes. And it's, it's purely just coronavirus. I spent two years indoors with people who speak yeah. mostly Russian. And I lost, I lost some of my English ability. I could feel it happening <laughs> over the pandemic. I lost some of my English ability. Because obviously you don't speak it at your home. so Half-half, but more, yeah. more leaning towards the other half. So I, and I don't think it can ever be fixed now. Those were my formative yeah. years. And also it's like how your bringing is done, right? Like if I was yeah. born speaking my, like Hindi, which is like the language, like Indians speak. So no matter how much I try, I can never get that American accent, you know. Even if I try my best to speak like Amer- like in American yeah. accent, when I hear British accent, I still don't understand a single word. It's so yeah. difficult to catch British accents. So, you um, know what I'm trying to well, say? So, I'm American. I don't understand <laughs> British accents either. They're, they're, exactly. They're strange backwards. When people. I watch any any show in British language, I always have, have to like put the subtitles on because I don't understand a single word. And I'm like, is that English? <laughs> it's so different. It really depends. Like Cockney or Scottish accent yeah. is just incomprehensible. Sorry to any Cockney <laughs> accented listeners of this program. If any exist, I apologize. But we really we really can't understand when you speak. But it's, I'm so sorry. It's so beautiful that every country speaks English differently, you know. It's English. It's like one common language, but it's spoken differently, right? In India, it's own, different. In America, it's different. We don't have our own dialects. Yeah. Even people who came here when they were like eight, I know a person who came here when she was eight, and we were writing something together a few weeks ago, and uh, she said something, she was, for some, I don't remember, she was telling a joke of some kind, and she said uh, the word gnome, like the like the mythological creature, yeah. and she says gnome, because that's how you <laughs> say it in Russian, gnome. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not gnome, it's gnome, <laughs> because we decided that the G is silent for some reason. Yeah. So two of my cousins who were born in Canada, they're Indian, but since they were born in Canada, when they speak English, it sounds like the Canadian English, you know, because they were born there, even though they're Indian. So even like my cousin's parents don't speak English that well, but then because they were born there... So they have that accent because of the school and because of friends and everybody. So, and when we talk, when I speak to my cousins, they don't understand my language and they don't even know Indian language really well because obviously they do visit India, but they are not born there. So they don't know. It's difficult to even communicate with them. Yeah. Well, on that note, (laughs) I believe we've reached a satisfactory conclusion point. Yes. (laughs) So I'm going to sign off. I'm Jacob. I'm Simran. And thank you for watching, or listening, close enough.